This week, it's like we get a little bit of a jumpstart on the back to school energy. Yes, the water is still warm, the weather is still hot, you are still free to BBQ to your heart's desires, but we got a Virgo stellium in the sky saying, don't forget, get those marble notebooks, sharpen those pencils, because we have shit to learn and we really have shit to do. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Welcome to your Cosmic Energy Report for the week of August 13th. And yes, the day this drops, it is Friday the 13th, and I'm going to tell you about it. Spoiler alert, it's not an unlucky day because double spoiler alert that should come to shock or (laughs) to be a shock to no one is that uh, Friday the 13th is the day of the goddess and the patriarchy has made us uh, fear, loathe, and mock this day. So that is the shocker of no shock to anyone. I'm going to unpack that a little bit for us because it's one of my favorite things to talk about. And I'm going to do what we always do here. We're going to talk about the astrology, what's happening in the planets, in these big cosmic bodies floating around in space. How do they affect us here, the energy, the emotions, the experiences that we're going to have so we can you know, not feel controlled by them. That's not what this is about, right? Mm-mm. Astrology is a choice enhancer, not a choice maker. We always have free will. We just get to use the planetary movements to have extra awareness so we can live in alignment with our divine assignment. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah, Maddie. And then we're also going to talk about the emotional inner, the moon report for the week. And I'd like to look back on what happened in last week's another episode of We So Crazy humanity edition and seeing how things lined up with the astrology because astrology is also a study of patterns, phases, and cycles that we can use to better understand the future and better understand our collective evolution right now. So before I get into all of that, how are we doing? Like, can we just get real for a second? Like, how are we feeling? Last time we spoke, quote unquote, it was Lionsgate. We were headed into this super powerful day portal. We talked about this double dose or triple dose of Leo energy with the new moon, the sun, the moon, and Leo. Mercury was there. It was a whole bunch of lions hanging out, you know, like Nala, Simba, Mufasa all hanging out. And then we had the Lionsgate portal on that same day. So it just was no coincidence because nothing ever is that we've had these two back-to-back Aquarius full moons. And then smack in the middle of them, like, yes, think bigger. Think about progress. Think about where you need to be a revolutionary in your own life. Think about where your emotional center needs to shift as we radically evolve into this much different time, this Aquarian time that we're in. But don't forget, you need to do it through the heart space. So we're going to make a new moon in Leo during the Lionsgate portal on a Sunday, the day ruled by the sun, the ruler of Leo also on International Cat 
day. Thank you to one of my beloved clients for pointing that out. Oh, it's so good. So what did we learn? Like, how did we feel? It was a big day of heart releasing and then calling things in through the heart space. So it's a great day for manifestation, but it's a great day for healing and releasing. And I know a lot of you did some rituals that I shared on the TikToks. And again, like, yes, it is juicy. It's powerful. It was, it's about manifesting. But to me, this year's felt like a huge clearing a huge potential to open, to end an old cycle, an old way of being, an old chapter, old way of looking at life because it was in this T-square with Saturn in Aquarius, Uranus and Taurus. And I know I just had like heart cracking, wide open moment. I think on Sunday, I just, I cried. I, I, I could cry. My eyes are welling up with tears right now. I cried so much listening to people in my community share. We had a Zoom circle. It was so profound. It was so beautiful. I wanted to release some things. My life wizard had a loss in in his extended family. And I just, oh, my heart was just so, so, so open. And I just, that day, like, I really wanted, the thing my heart wanted to tell me was like, slow down, like be present, like let life really move through you. You slow down everything you're doing. Let yourself feel and let yourself like really drop in. And I think a lot of us, I have a lot of ideas of what it means to live like a really purposeful life. We want to be helping a lot of people or traveling the world or dancing under the moonlight until four o'clock in the morning because we're young, wild and free. And it's like, yes, love all of those things. But the download I had this weekend is that like a wildly beautiful, rich, radically rebellious life is just when, when you're like so present in the moments, especially when you're around people you love or doing something that like makes you happy just to be so present. Like oh, I was with my life wizard's parents who I love. And I just like kept looking at them being like, I just want to like look at every mannerism in your face and let like the timber and resonance of your voice wash over me. And I'm going to cry like just, you know, those moments of just feeling so alive and so connected to other people. So like I said, the <laughs> new moon like cracked open this cold, detached Virgo's heart. No, <laughs> just I am a cancer rising. But my Virgo is very often like, get your shit together, lady. Come on, we got we got stuff to do. And it's like powers through. And that's just not like how I wanted to move through this portal. It's just about being open, enjoying, enjoying and being present and slowing down. So I feel that medicine. I just wanted to share that with you personally, because it's okay if this lion's gate, like there's a lot of hype about it, but it's okay if it doesn't feel like, oh my God, the most sexy alive, like feeling like the witchiest was powerful. I also felt witchy and powerful and amazing and some amazing things happened. I got some great news and I was feeling like a boss, bad bitch, but I also was like crying my eyes out. And like, that's, that's what it means to be a cosmic baddie. We are both of those things at once. It's like, are you going to boss up? You're going to cry about it. And it's like, first of all, I'm about to do both. So thank you kindly and move out the way. I just want to share that because I did get some DMs from people that were like, oh, this like Lionsgate felt difficult. Yeah, it's a purging. The first Aquarius full moon, when was that? Like July 24th, 26th. I don't have my uh, moon calendar in front of me. That brought something up to the surface, right? And then this next full moon, August 22nd, is an Aquarius again. And now it's like the clearing, the ending, the complete closure could come up. But it was like, this full moon was like something big had to come up. I was watching Dr. Pimple Popper on TikTok. And like, sometimes someone has some like fucking funky thing happening in their skin. And she has to give it a few hits to get it really to come out. That's what 
felt like probably was going on energetically in this Aquarius full moon, double full moon portal with the Leo new moon lion's gate smack in the middle of it. So now that I've sufficiently grossed you out, let's make some announcements. Lord help me if I ever like, I don't like, it'd be cool to have this podcast like sponsored or in some cool like media conglomerate, like pay me to do this. But like, they'd be like, lady, you just talked about like pimple popping and you're crying and you haven't even done your announcements yet. Seriously. So (laughs) a few announcements. One, our card decks, our notes from our higher self, Oracle deck, they are sold the F out. So thank you. Wow. You all like showed up. You all showed up for the 8-8 flash sale. So many of you got in on our courses and we got such amazing feedback from you and some of you have started them. So first of all, thank you for your support. You know, we appreciate it here. You know, the Cosmic RX team is just so, so grateful. So it's so cool. We are, this is like a dream come true for us that we get to do this full time and and help you all and give you your cosmic resources to step into your highest and hottest self. We appreciate you supporting us. We appreciate you getting tools to step into your own power. And the notes from your higher self deck, we are going to do a re-release and it's going to drop in the end of August. So you can go to our website. You can pre-order yours to guarantee you get your hands on one. We're doing small batches right now because it's just easier for us logistically, financially. And like I said, we get them from someone local here in the US and it's it just, it's easier all, all around. Okay. So we really appreciate that. As always, don't forget, leave a rating and review. If you like it, let me know, pass it on to a baddie who may need to step into this flow with us. I appreciate you guys. We're just moving up, up, up in the rankings. We have the downloads. We have like milestones being crushed casually. And it just makes me hype because every one of those downloads represents someone out there who is activating their own cosmic revolution and showing up in a really beautiful way for themselves, their communities, and our collective at large. Can I get an amen and hallelujah? So those are my announcements. Let's talk about, before we get into the moon report, let's talk about some of the things that happened last week, shall we? Okay, let's start with the thing that definitely I got the most DMs about, the UN report that landed. Yeah, so the IPCC, Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, in case you missed it, officially dropped saying, yep, humans have pushed the climate into the unprecedented territory. And we've been talking about this a lot with Saturn square Uranus. It's like, time's up. We're seeing the structures that cannot go on um, with the, the status quo, the, the things that they're not working anymore, especially uh, Saturn Aquarius is technology moving forward, progress in Uranus and Taurus is changes that are coming to Taurus type things. That's the earth. That's nature. Mama earth. That's our real estate. That's our money, our healthcare. Uh, Taurus rules our five senses. Taurus is, yeah, like where we live, what we value. All that's going through a lot of changes, right? So this report, it was very uh, sobering, but I think for a lot of my environmentalists and just aware cosmic baddies, it wasn't really a surprise, but the code red for humanity was definitely a wake-up call. And I think there's something always about seeing things in black and white that just make us feel like, oof, yeah, this is this is real. So of course, Jupiter moved back into Aquarius July 28th. That was the day. Didn't we all feel like, look where you were July 28th. Like it was like the summer of love. The plug was pulled, right? That was right when we started talking about masks and Delta variants and COVID again. And we all started kind of arguing again online. It was like literally like the jig was up. 
I kept talking about 2021, summer, specifically July, felt like a music festival vibe. And then all of a sudden, it was going to be like too much of that. And we were going to be like, oh, no, no, we need to go back and do some work and and kind of get back to the, to our desks and take responsibility for ourselves to enjoy some of what we experienced in July as this sort of sneak peek, this cosmic coming attraction. But it would be like, ooh, we're just tipping over into like the unhealthy mode because we don't have like a boundary or the right system or the right structures in place. And I mean, I even I could not have seen that that would be so physically represented by those like pictures of uh, Lollapalooza. Yes, like that is the music festival, like gone too far. And we need to pull it back in, put it back, back, back in there. So same thing with this report. I just want to mention that like Saturn and Aquarius, Jupiter moving into Aquarius can create a lot of anxiety. So I think we are feeling really anxious. We're feeling even more anxious, some of us, about COVID now because it's like, I don't know, it's like watching a burning building and you have a fire hose, but someone won't turn it on. It's like, we have the vaccine, we have the mask, we have the rule, we know what we know what to do. And like, we're not doing it. And like, why? So if you want to hear me rant about COVID, listen to last week's energy report, the new moon and Leo one. I stand by everything I said. You can go listen to that to hear my full thoughts on that. But just like with this, we need to look at our anxiety and then be like, yes, I feel anxious about the environment, but like, what can I do? And specifically like these larger, we need to demand larger companies to do more foundations because yes, we could say humans are killing the planet, but like, is it really? Because I know me, you, Sally, my neighbor, we're all trying to have, you know, paper straws and recycle and limit our, you know, bring our own freaking bamboo forks to work, but it doesn't mean anything if the white supremacist systems of capitalism and colonialism are just going to keep uh, doing what they do and destroying our planet and wreaking havoc on structures, the environment, and also the people that work for them. Uh, we can demand uh, Lakota Law is a great Instagram that I follow that just has great action steps and things you know, to tell your senators and how we can use our collective voice, Saturn, Jupiter, and Aquarius to affect change. We got to do this together. In case we haven't noticed, the two biggest issues at the forefront of the news, at the forefront of discussions and debate, I don't know why we're debating climate change. I can't even begin to unpack that right now. But what I do know is the two things that we're talking about right now, they affect everyone. Isn't that interesting? COVID, we are all in the same boat. I mean, some of us are in life rafts, some of us are in yachts, let's be honest, but COVID affects everyone. And it has, and that was the interesting thing as anyone who's an astrologer or spiritual noticed about this, like, hmm, this is clearly a sign from the universe that we all need to get our acts together, work together, stop caring just about ourselves because COVID doesn't care how much money you make, where you live, what you do for a living, what you look like, how many Instagram followers you have, it's there. And same thing with climate change. There ain't no planet B, all right? We all have the t-shirt, the bumper sticker. This is it. Again, I don't, I mean, yes, if you are richer or more wealthy, you will probably have like freaking, I don't know what, underground shelters or something. But even that, how long is that going to last? How long is your fake, whatever you're going to make to help you survive, like fake water or air? Even that, like, it's just, we all have this planet. We all have to be like, wake up, call, demand that people empower Jupiter and Aquarius, Saturn and Aquarius to take responsibility. So that was really like one of the biggest things of the week, obviously. Okay, so another thing off of that, going off of coronavirus and a study that came out is, you know, these really long-term, the long COVID disability effects, one of them being 
people are having really prolonged loss of their senses, sense of smell, particularly. Again, that's very Uranus and Taurus. And I just want us to think about, again, like this COVID, if you're not masking up or vaccinating up, some of the implications of COVID that they're long. And again, we don't have a lot of studies. So we don't even know how long and how far they can reach and how, how they can affect us. So again, just things to keep in mind. Also, this whole segment is called if astrology isn't real. I didn't mention that, but also if astrology isn't real, then yes, of course, Andrew Cuomo got ousted. I didn't really talk about this in other weeks because like there's too much, too much going on, but I have been watching it, especially because he is a Sag Gemini and that was the eclipse and kind of the inverse of Trump. And so with all those Sag Gemini eclipses that I was talking about early in the fall, those are karmic shakeups, breakups. And we have the South Node of Karma is on his sun and on his Saturn. So when you see that, it's like, oh, there's a come to task. It's a grow up moment. It's something's happening. And then this past Leo new moon was making a really interesting aspect squaring his North node and Saturn's included in that. So he's having a double Saturn moment, which is come to task, being called out again, Aquarius energy for the people up against this Leo energy, which is lots of the father. And obviously we know like his lineage. I just felt like very like timing. Yes, that he was going to get called out and, and having to be taken to task for his problematic, uh, harmful and toxic behavior. So that was interesting. And the last, if astrology isn't real moment, was just Beyonce being such a Virgo. I went in on a high note because she, a few of you sent me her Harper's Bazaar, Harper's Bazaar, that's such a Long Island way I just said that, article in which she literally, like, it's not even like me making a big leap as an astrologer. She literally had a quote and the Huffington Post featured it. The reason those folks don't see certain things about me is because my Virgo ass does not want them to see it. Like she plays things close to the vest. She wants to share what she wants to share. She wants the focus to be on the music and that her art is strong enough. She has some Scorpio in her chart to be meaningful. And that's it. Her music, her films, her art, her message, that should be enough. That is some Virgo shit. Virgo wants to help you, but does not want a lot of time talking about themselves. Virgo, even though Beyonce, some people be like, oh, she feels like more of a Leo. Like she's so center stage and that hair and her hairography. But it's like, no, no, no. Virgos don't really like, they don't crave the limelight. They're there right after Leo season. And Virgo's energy is like, let's take that into a business. And I want to have be helpful and I want to be powerful, but I don't necessarily want to be in the spotlight and deal with all of the bullshit that that can bring, truly. And Virgo is here to be like a, a maven, a business person, right? Like not just a diva or icon or celebrity. Okay. So I thought that was some classic big Virgo energy and just if astrology isn't real. I've had also so many if astrology isn't real moments in my own life this past week. I can't even begin to get into them, but seriously, this stuff, this work, it just speaks for itself. So let's talk about the moon report. Let's talk about the inner world report. And so we can just kind of figure out like what's going to be happening in the inner world. How do we honor ourselves through deep soul level self-care by working with the moon, aka our cosmic mama, our umbilical core to the universe. So the day this comes out, we're going to be having the moon is in Libra and then moving into Scorpio at night. So we have a moon in Scorpio weekend. I'm going to say the 
pros and cons, pros, sexy, sexy, sexy energy. Go get some. Let yourself feel good. Take part in some sexual self-care. Wear some hot-ass lingerie. Wear something like mysterious and enchanting and just like wild out. Be that like alluring, magnetic human you are here to be. You know, the downside is we can feel old wounds coming up. Scorpio is a lot of our shadow energy. We could feel jealous. We could feel possessive. We can feel like paranoid. So just looking like, okay, what can I do to talk about that? How can I get that out in the open? That's Scorpio's medicine. Get things out in the open. Don't let things live in the shadow. And then Sunday evening through Monday, Tuesday into Wednesday, early Wednesday morning, we have Sagittarius moon days. Okay. So those are great days to learn something new, expand your horizon, good self-care, go to a cafe you've never been to before. Sagittarius moon, like let yourself feel optimistic, connect with new people, crack some jokes. I love Sag moon energy a shadow to look out for that day. Sag moon can be very blunt when you talk, it's just straight to the point. So just noticing if you need to soften your words and your communication, it's good to be a truth teller, but you don't have to be like uh, hitting someone over the head with that truth. The other energy then as we move into the rest of the week is moon and Capricorn for Wednesday, Thursday. So moon and Capricorn day is They're great just to do something that you've been putting off. Take responsibility for yourself or look into like a structure or a system that could help you be um, more efficient, that could help you scale. What's something that you can kind of delegate out to someone or again, like do something to take care of a business, okay? Like pay some bills, figure out like if you've been putting off some paperwork, that's a big theme of this like fall and winter is like what's something you've been putting off that feels like really big, but when you do it, it's actually not that hard and you're gonna feel so much better and so much lighter when you do it. Moon and Capricorn shadow energy of those days, just make a little time for play. Don't take everything so seriously. We can be really hard on ourselves in those days. So just things to look out for there, okay? Okay, so the astrology for the week ahead. It's not the biggest week in my opinion. So I just want us to focus on, again, dropping into the heart space. There's a lot of Virgo energy. Mercury actually went into Virgo I think the day after uh, that Beyonce article came out, it was perfect. There's a lot of like back to school energy. Like I was saying, like, okay, we got to start taking some responsibility. We got a glimpse in July. Something happened that was a sneak peek of how amazing 2022 could be, how hopeful, how inspiring, how creative, how abundant it could be. But now we need to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. And we test some sort of boundary, structure, system, accountability, something, okay? So like using this time to kind of figure out what that is, still being Leo energy, being creative, doing it through the heart, letting it feel good. It doesn't have to be a chore. And then we have this like Friday the 13th energy. So we talked about 13 is the number of the goddess. Friday is ruled by Venus, which is the goddess planet. So I just want us to say, if you're listening to this, this is a great day to do something to honor yourselves, honor your inner feminine energy, you know, the genderless feminine energy, which is lunar energy, which is that like connecting to the earth, connecting to flow over force. And, you know, we really, we all love Friday as a society. That's because Venus is day. Okay. So Friday the 13th holds an extremely like potent energy and it's uh, 13 is the number associated with death and rebirth, lunar manifestations, creation, fertility, blood. That's because there's like 13 moon phases every year and the average female womb carrying person experiences 13 periods per year, 13 moon cycles. So this is it. This is like Friday the 13th are days where we get to tap into that divine, magical, mysterious power of the feminine and hold space for that and and charge up with that and do a ritual about like 
being in that high creative, high feminine energy place. I'm going to have a, another podcast about sexual energy and creative energy for Leo season. So, you know, of course, the patriarchy, like it was a huge day for women in the pagan community, ritual spells, beautiful day of unity. So, of course, the patriarchy is like, Mah, it's scary. Mah, we hate it. Mah, like canceled. So Friday the 13th, I just want you to know it's not unlucky. It's a beautiful day for celebrating life, for creating, for getting in tune with your emotions and sensitivity and nature and tapping into that and maybe doing an offering you know, to the feminine, to the moon, to the earth. Okay. I want us to think about things in a different perspective because that's what we do here, right? We are cosmic baddies. We are cosmic revolutionaries. We don't give into the old fear, the old programming. And the one thing I want to say for this week to add to that energy is we have Venus moves into Libra. So Venus moving into Libra, this happens on August 16th, around 1230 in the morning. And we have this energy, we get to hold on to it until, let's see, September 10th. So Venus and Libra is my natal Venus, so I may be a little biased, but Libra is ruled by Venus. So Venus enters one of her home signs. And this is a beautiful time for love, okay? It's time for harmony. It's a time to inject our lives with extra beauty and balance and to like let ourselves be really romanticized by life and look for like that fine, like the aesthetics and appreciating that and appreciating just googly heart eye emoji love and this is a great time to like spend extra time with your person if you're dating someone new let yourself feel into that connection with someone else venus and libra isn't like so much about the practical mundane parts of life uh this placement really values like i said beauty love luxury aesthetics the finer things treat yourself to something nice this is a great time to get involved in the arts check out a new gallery a book of poetry an outside jazz concert like something's there for you to get extra inspired by and also let yourself feel more charming. Let yourself use your power like of, of charm and grace to open doors instead of like force, okay? You catch more bees with honey during this transit. So in, exude that ex elegance and, and enchant the world around you. This is also a great time to upgrade your personal style, your fashion, or get like um, a new look, do a beauty ritual, get a haircut, get a you know spa treatment, get a facial. And of course, Libra, Venus and Libra, it's not all just fake eyelashes and, and fine linens. It's also the sign of the scales. So social justice is one of its core values. So using this time, again, to maybe tune back in to a cause or a system that you want to support, that you really value their message, volunteer your time, amplify their message, you know, like, share, comment on their posts, give them money, ask that they need help. Everyone has a part in this revolution. Everyone has something they can bring to the table. And this is a great time to do that, okay, during Venus and Libra. And again, Friday the 13th is this reminder of how powerful we are in that feminine, collaborative, co-creative energy that is like loving goddess, beauty rituals, mm, enchantress, but she's also wild warrior woman. She is mama bear. She is like the wild howling of the moon, enraged by the injustices that she sees in the world. So we want to make space for all of that in us. So I definitely invite us to take part in that. Okay, so that is where I'm going to leave us just to keep us at the 30 minute mark or under. I know last week I went over, but a hot lot to say. So I love hearing from you. Send me your if astrology isn't real moments. I love reading about them. I also love the news stories you send to me. It, it helps me. It also saves me time on researching the podcast. So slide into my DMs at I am Maddie Murphy, tag me in just things that happened to you there at the Cosmic Rx. And I will see you next week. And don't forget to slay this week like the cosmic bad bitch you are.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.